Welcome to the Brand Ambassadors, your wide-angle look at the field of PR and what it means for your company. Your host is Merritt Hamilton Allen with co-host Gary Potterfield. Every firm has a compelling narrative that sets them apart from the crowd. In your company, you can use your own background and storytelling to your advantage as well as that of your business. Now, here are your hosts, Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield. Good morning and welcome to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Merritt Hamilton Allen, joined by Gary Potterfield after kind of a two-week break because we had so much other work to do. Good morning, Gary. Are you, are you resting up? Uh, yeah. How can we possibly say there was anything more important than doing this every Friday? But, you know, well, you got to uh, pay the bills, hard, don't you? I say two words, billable hours, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that was good. We've been uh, doing executive brand, uh, brand training all through the month of February. And then, uh, of course, I had a lot of fun. Uh, I spent yesterday at the New America School in Albuquerque. It's a charter high school uh, for uh, uh, children of immigrants who are in an English and second language situation. And... It was kind of fun. We took the this uh, public speaking portion of our half-day training and uh, condensed it into an hour and a half for high school students. And it, it, it was a, a lot different because one class had over 30 kids in it, but we still got six speeches delivered uh, delivered yesterday. So That's pretty it amazing. works for executives. It works for teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, I think that's, you know, we had talked a little bit about the fact that we need to get to people. Uh, remember a couple, when we, I think it might have been the last time we were on together, we talked about the importance of we, we need to get to people earlier in their careers, um, you know, to develop their brand and to, and, to, and to get the confidence to, you know, to, to speak publicly. And, and now you've gone and, and taken it even further and gone to high schoolers. So that's really cool. Oh, and it was, uh, I kind of thought, you know, how are we going to make this relevant, Um to, you know, 14 to 19 year olds. But uh, when you think about it, if you are applying for a job, if you're doing a job, uh, if you're working, uh, if you're in college and have to make presentations, if you join the military, you're going to have to express yourself uh, clearly and uh, at times emphatically. And it's a skill that will... uh, well one, well, one thing we learned in executive brand training, the first practice can be agonizing for people, but once they get over that, um, they get a lot more comfortable because they've they've jumped off the cliff finally. Right, uh, absolutely. And then, uh, yeah, and then the light bulb comes on. And they go, oh, I get it. This isn't this isn't that hard. This isn't this isn't. That. And that's the that's the. I don't even call it a dirty little secret, but that is the secret. It isn't hard. And I think what 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 we've learned. Um, and I look back through any kind of a public speaking, uh, any kind of class over the years, you go, they've made it way too hard. It doesn't have to, be, I mean, uh, we're not going to give away all our little secrets, but I mean, it's not, it, I think they're over, uh, that just makes it worse. I mean, you think, you're, oh, I've got to do all these 110 things I've got to remember. Right. Uh, that, that just well, makes it worse. Right. Of course, our executive brand training isn't exactly Toastmasters either, because, it, you know, what we're trying to focus on uh, with our spokesman training is we're preparing people for what they're actually going to do. And standing behind a podium delivering a memorized speech or standing behind a podium reading a teleprompter 
is not what 99% of people in the workforce do when it comes to public speaking. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This is the, 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 I, I, actually, our target market for something like that, the the uh, formal speech, uh, the, the teleprompter is so small as to make it not worthwhile, not worthwhile pursuing. Right, right. I mean, and that would, of course, that could be a very, that's a very specific type of speech giving, very narrow, and it requires its own uh, skills. And certainly we can help uh, individuals with that as well. But what we're really focused on is day-to-day communication um, at work in your professional life to uh, make your points when, you, when you've got to get, um, when you're pushing someone to a decision, when you've got to convin- convince someone, uh, when you've got to inspire someone, how to uh, uh, take your core message and make it a compelling story. Right. And if you can, and if we, 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 we teach it in such a way as to show that, um, you know, when you have confidence, you know, when you're, when you're confident in what you're talking about, um, you, 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 you deliver it wonderfully. And that's, you know, it's, it's, I think sometimes when we talk about, when we go out to, to, um, uh, to, uh, sell something like, um, in my case, more often than not digital signage, um, I can, I can talk about that all day long and I don't need any, you know, I don't need to sit there and go, Oh gosh, am I going to screw this one up? I'm, you know, am I going to mess up a particular area? Because it's like something I know. Okay. And it's something I feel great about. And so I think that what we try to get to our clients is to say, Hey, you're not going to be, well, if you're talking, if you're in front of someone, you're there for a reason. And because you're the subject matter expert of you. Um, so you can be confident in that and never have to. And I, once they have that confidence, I think it changes everything. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I love a good analogy. Um, and uh, the more shocking, the better. And what was so much fun at the uh, New America School is I was uh, working with Tina Ely's class, and she does a communications class. It's part of the New Mexico core requirements, and the, it tied perfectly at the end of semester. Of the semester, every one of her students has to uh, deliver a 20-minute presentation on a topic of their choosing. That does pretty much uh, line up perfectly, doesn't it? Yes, yes. And so this was great because we were able to just kind of hit a, hit the brainstorming piece and talk about how to organize your thoughts and talk about the differences between spoken language and written language. And, of course, Tina's great. Um, I've known her for over 40 years. Um, and uh, uh, in addition to being a teacher, she's also been a, new, uh, a newspaper publisher. So, I mean, she, she is in the perfect job right now. And, uh, and she has, of course, a master's certificate uh, also in bilingual education. So uh, between that, her years of experience and her newspaper, and, she, um, uh, and that, that was running her family's uh, independent newspaper, the Silver City Daily Press which is uh, still in circulation, although it's been sold by the Ely family. So uh, I, I, I could tell that she had a great rapport with her students. And, uh, you know, we got, uh, we worked through three periods. The classes there are an hour and a half long, which uh, I found very interesting. So we're actually able to cover a lot of material and then do a lot of, you know, the exercise in class of crafting an outline and we were able to go and coach individual students and help them 
because it's 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 not something where you sit at a blank piece of paper and think, how am I going to be creative in 20 minutes? You need someone to help you and talk to you and coach you and pull it out of you. So we worked a lot on that as well. Yeah, that's I, I think that's terrific. That that would be I you know I wish I you know I can I took a speech class in high school and um, uh, I don't remember anything that gave me the confidence to feel like I could do this in front of an audience. First of all, I was naturally uh, you know shy and didn't I, I would just and I get all I would get all the symptoms you know with the, mm-hmm. with the being flush and uh, and 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 uh, dry and my throat closing up. But there was nothing in there that uh, I remember. Yeah, they went through the superficial aspects of, uh, of of presentation of how you present yourself, but that didn't get to the point of making me feel confident and comfortable in front of a, a, an audience. So, and that's what I think that our our class to our, our clients does, and what you've done for the high schoolers. Well, and I, and I did offer when when they give their presentations, I'm going to come back because I want to see how they do. Make sure you rip but, them apart. That's what you have to do. Oh, just yeah. take away it's every bit of brutal. confidence. Just exactly. It just will be brutal. Oh yeah. The uh, everyone fails. You fail and you fail and you fail. Uh, what what was also good about inserting um, our Vox Optima speech training into the class this early in the semester? People, uh, the folks who um, volunteered to get up in front of the class and just give their rudimentary uh, speech. They jumped off the cliff early. They've already done it. They know how bad it was, and they survived. Right. Yeah. Boy. Well, and so you know, they're, they're already they're already ahead of the rest of their stu- uh, of the rest of their um, uh, fellow students. Well, I mean, it's 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 out there. You know how how uh, traumatic public speaking uh, is for people when they've done the surveys and they've actually found that uh, some in some surveys that. Uh, you know, public speaking is, is, they're more afraid of public speaking than death. Um, so that's, that says something. And, um, and, I, there, and I, from personal experience, you know, there is nothing so gratifying um, than getting past that. Once you go, oh, and because it, it just opens up the whole world to you. That's why I think you getting to these high schoolers. I mean, okay, uh, when I was 16, or was I 15 or 16, I applied for a job at Friendly's, you know, the ice cream you know, mm-hmm. restaurant place. You know, I blew that. How can you blow an, you know, an interview to become a busboy at Friendly's? But I managed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I'm going all over how my life would have changed. I could have been a VP at Friendly's by now, or maybe, a, but uh, but or at least just, assistant manager. <laughs> right. Exactly. Night manager. Um, yeah. So, but just think about it. Just if you if you merit if you were reaching these high schoolers, I mean, I don't want to get too old, you know, think too lofty. But gee, I, I, maybe I want to. If you can reach them at that age, and they you can give them the confidence to sit there and you know do the job interview, whatever it is, or just you know meeting someone, whatever. Uh, it just uh, an interview to get into the college you want, whatever it is. Right. Uh, right. Benefits. So I think you're doing a great thing there. Oh, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to go back uh, for their presentations. And, um, uh, I, you know, I'd love to do more of this for anybody in Albuquerque who's listening. I'd love to come um, work with any of your communication classes. Uh, it, it was an absolute blast. I've got I've got a couple of really funny stories uh, just from the uh, awesomeness of yesterday that I want to share later in the program. But I think we're coming up on a break. Um, we are. Yeah. We are, we're coming up on a break. Go ahead. 
like I say, but we're talking speech training, executive brand training, high school students learning how to speak in public, all good stuff. Yep. Well, everybody, we're back. Merritt uh, Hamilton Allen, Gary Potterfield, back on the Brand Ambassadors Live. We were back with you the past two weeks, but they, they were encore episodes, terrific episodes nonetheless. But um, if you want to give us a call, uh, drop us a line. You can call us at 866-472-5790 or drop us an email at brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com. And we'd love to talk to you, get your feelings about um, your experiences with speech, giving speeches or public, uh, public presentations, whatever the case may be. Uh, and we will be back in just a couple of minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K. on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the Brand Ambassadors. I'm Merritt Hamilton Allen, joined by Gary Potterfield, and we're talking about executive brand training, speech as uh, speech training, spokesman training. Uh, we've just been uh, spending the month of February training a number of uh, Navy executives, and then I spent yesterday at the New America uh, New America School, which is a charter high school in Albuquerque. 
and uh, just had a blast. Uh, 60 students over the course of, I don't know, it, it went by fast, but I was exhausted when it was done um, in the course of, say, five hours but an amazing time. And part of what made it so fun is the teacher who invited me to speak is uh, Tina Ely, who I've known for years. In fact, she was a, she gave me my best story. So I was able to hook the students, you know, as soon as, uh, as soon as she introduced me, because as you may remember, Gary, I've, I've shared with you, I was a fairly um, wimpy kid by fairly, I mean, extremely. <laughs> and so I, I kid you not, I took four years of beginning swimming lessons because I would not jump off I would not swim in the deep end. And so I'm coming up on my ninth birthday, you know, still taking beginning swimming lessons with the babies. And it, it turns out that Tina Ely at this time is a rock star lifeguard, tan, blonde, gorgeous, and was a swimming teacher. And um, she, uh, you know, the moment had come, we we're going to finish the class. I had to jump off the diving board. Wouldn't, and it wasn't even a high diving board. I mean, it was just a regular diving board. It was, you know, a three-foot drop into eight feet of water. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. No problem. Uh, Tina picked me up and threw me in the pool. There you go. I like it. And you know what? And you know what? I can swim. <laughs> <laughs> so it's amazing it what great... can happen when, you're, when your life is on the line. Right, right. And it, so it was a great analogy um, because, you know, I think when it comes to something, especially when you know you're in this class, at the end of the semester, you got to stand up and speak for 20 minutes. That's daunting. And, you know, as kids do, when it's something you really dread, you avoid it, you put it off, you do anything to put it out of your mind. And then, of course, it gets worse and worse and snowballs. And so, I, you know, as I pointed out, um, look, we're going to give you the tools you need right now to start writing and preparing your presentation uh, for the end of the semester. But if you don't want to use these tools, if you don't pay attention to it, don't worry, because Ms. Ely is going to drop your ass in the deep end anyway. There you go. Hey, I like it. That's good. Wow. It's, it, 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 it's a pass-fail uh, situation. If a kid doesn't do it, they're in danger of flunking the class. Uh, so I can imagine, you know, think, I could just think of the dread that I would have had then, even though, you know, I do, again, I took speech in, in high school, but um, just the dread thinking I had to do this, thinking, you know, I would, just, I would you know, I would consider running away from home and, and, and hopping on and joining the hobos on, 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 the, on a train somewhere, on a freighter, freight train. I just, because the fear of just think, oh, my God, I just can't face this. It's just, well, and, you know, the, and the challenge is also all of these, uh, for all of these students, English is their second language. Mm. And so I also, I talked to him about NATO and the media training we've done for NATO and those challenges where everybody's trying to say difficult things about global affairs in a language that's not theirs. Well, the other thing I think that um, if it's English as a second language, the, the, the fact that they should take some uh, immense pride, the fact that you guys, you guys are ahead of like 95% of America, you actually know two languages. Exactly. I mean, exactly. I mean, start feeling good about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know. Exactly, and uh, uh, I, I think everybody had a really good a command of the language, and then of course um, the kids who did volunteer and got up and gave their speeches—they they were great. Uh, they sounded great. Um, I think my my favorite I, in the first class were the two seniors. And what was great is two speeches were given and they were completely different in style and tone because they're given by two different uh, students, but each one was great. 
you know, there were no deductions for either one. And so that's what I think is also important about our speech training is it's not like an oratorical contest where there's one topic and you're judging everybody on gestures and did they memorize it? And no, this was, can you stand up and speak extemporaneously about a topic that you care about? Right. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I think it's it, it, right. The, the There's nothing to be gained ultimately by by that kind of comparison. How much can you, how well can you do on this compared to, to this other person? And that's another thing that I found in, in past years uh, on media training when we would say um, that I didn't particularly care for, but it was difficult to get away from was, okay, here's a scenario and here's the, you know, here's the situation you're dealing with. Well, that isn't real. I mean, it has nothing to, you know, you create a scenario and, and the students spend more time trying to remember what the hell the scenario was than they do actually doing their job. And in the real world, whether it's giving a presentation, giving a speech or responding, responding to media, that isn't the issue. The issue mm-hmm. is how do you handle it, not what the hell was the, I forgot, oh, I didn't realize, I, I forgot that there was a plane crash. I thought it was a, you know, I thought a ship ran aground. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. So. Right. Yeah, it was, um. Uh, you know, one topic was um, how to talk to your girlfriend. Uh, one time, uh, we had a car. We had an expensive car topic. We had a truck topic. Um, and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot, and then a lot of uh, students chose, especially if they were seniors. They talked about what they were going to do after high school, and why and why they felt it was a good, good career choice. And other students should consider uh, the same career choice. So, it, it, I mean, it was it was a great range, uh, a great range, but. Um, uh, one gentleman named Raul uh, decided to talk about self-esteem because, um, uh, as a, a teenager, he'd he'd been really hard on himself, and it wasn't he. As he put it, he didn't wait for other people to put him down. He just put himself down so that he wouldn't have to be disappointed by other people. <laughs> and, get it out of the way. I like it. Yeah, and, and it was great because um, you know we we talked about creating you know a pain statement. You know, if um, if uh, you don't take my advice, if we don't do this, it's kind of a call to action, co- your consequences uh, of your call to action if, if people don't take it on board. And, I, and we told the students, be very real, speak the way you would speak to your friends. And he said, so So his, his pain statement is, so if you don't take, if, if, if you don't listen to me, and if you don't start taking care of yourself, you're just going to still feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It was perfect. Uh, I'm trying to remember thinking like that in uh, the old radio show from the from the 40s, uh, My Miss Brooks. I'm trying to. I don't think that would be like the topic. You know, it'd be like the, right. still feel, the still feel like shit episode of My, My Miss Brooks with Eve Arden. And anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and for, and for this crowd, you know, we've got a slide that's you know who won the Kennedy Nixon debate in our speech training. I didn't even try. Uh, no, I would look. I may have to get rid of that. I mean, just uh, because it's just like it more to the fact that it just depresses me. That you know, there's no one there. It's a they're going Kennedy. I think I remember that name. Uh, it's like okay. I mean, but it, it's it's depressing for me because Merritt because because we're talking to some people who are uh, you know in their in their forties, thirties, forties, maybe the early fifties. And you're and you're looking in there and you ask the question. And they're going, I think it was Kennedy. And, and for it's to me, it's like, what do you mean? How do you not know this, right? Right. But it's not their fault. I mean, we're talking ancient history anymore. 50, right. Sixty years ago, something like right. that. Yeah. Right. So no, yeah, I'm going to have to do. You know, who won the Bush Gore debate? <laughs> 
And that's going to be uh, tricky. <laughs> right, right. Uh, we'll have to come up with something new there, but uh, but there's a there, we got a million of them. You don't have to worry about that. You know that the idea about what uh, um, what what succeeds and what doesn't in in speech giving because that's the thing. You know the um, uh, of course going to that particular point, uh, the Kennedy Nixon thing was simply all about uh, you know it doesn't necessarily matter what you say. You have to be able to pr- present yourself. You know, what, the words don't matter. They matter, but if you can't present it in a, in a compelling way, show your passion for it, um, you still may not succeed in communicating. So, Right, and, yeah. and, and we really do um, talk through the hard things because no, one's, no one talks the way they write. No, they don't. And if they try, it really sounds mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And so, uh, you know, we talked about that. And so the challenge of preparing for a speech that is compelling and natural, like, say, if if you're going to give a TED Talk as opposed to a completely rehearsed teleprompter speech, if we're going toward the TED Talk model of uh, extemporaneous uh, conversation on a topic with which you have great passion, for a topic for which you have great passion, um, the thing is, um, organize your thoughts and practice. And we talked about that, and that was a lot of what we did in the coaching sessions, particularly for the kids who volunteered to deliver a speech, is, we, you know, let's go do a run-through. Okay, give me the speech. Right. Well, and that's, you know, that, that, that's the, uh, as you know, Merritt, um, with our training, with uh, w- in our executive brand training, and it, and it, is already, it has already manifested itself where, um, you know, it's great to go through all this, and it's wonderful, but in, if, if in the end – all you do is uh, after you've you've prepared all this, gone through the worksheets and done it all, and then you don't visit it again until five minutes before your delivery. You're going to fail. It, you have to practice. You have to practice. Otherwise, the rest of it's it's for nothing. And the other thing is, you know, Merritt, with, with the practice comes refinement of the message. I mean, then you oh yeah, that's what I really want to talk about. Exactly. The more you think about it, you know. Otherwise, it's very stilted. So, boy. We love doing that. That's that's a lot. If we could just do that, Merritt, let me see, just do those classes. And uh, if I could go do that TV show thing we do, um, that my, my weeks would oh, be and, really happy. And, and then, right, and then go spend one day a month at a local charter high school. Right. Absolutely. You ought um, to find one. You ought to find one in Maryland. I will. I think that that's a, that would be that would be rewarding. I would enjoy I would enjoy that because just. Yeah. That or, class. Your, or your old high school in Baltimore or Glen Echo, wherever my, my, it was. It's, it, it's, it's actually the over high school. Uh, yeah, over there. Uh, Cockeysville is, uh, where, is where Delaney High School is. So, uh, yeah, they probably go, uh, no, if anyone's going to come back, it's not going to be you. We don't even remember you. Who are you? Go away. <laughs> oh, goodness. Right. Or what the principal's going to say, oh, I think my dad went to high school with you. <laughs> Well, you know, it's it's a, one of my best friends in the whole world lives in our principals. He bought the house from our whole principal. I was like, oh my goodness, he long ago. But uh, yeah, anyway. Well, hey, we've gone through another. Se- the segments just they just fly by. They they fly by like uh, you know um, um, what I can't think. Of, I'm having a mental block. Find to hell with it. Uh, anyway, folks, you're listening to the Brand Ambassadors, and uh, Merritt and Gary are here again after being gone for a couple of weeks, and. Uh, and we're talking about a subject so far that has been that we both just uh, if you haven't figured it out we really love 
which is um, uh, presentation, speech, uh, executive brand, and don't overthink the executive part. Anybody should be doing this. And we're going to talk more about it, and I'm running long. So give us a call, send us an email, and we'll be back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima, our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom-line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program welcome back to the brand ambassadors i'm gary potterfield along with Merritt hamilton allen we're talking about uh, Merit, Merit's um, exploits at the uh, at, at a charter high school and uh, and uh, doing uh, doing uh, presenting a, a speech class for them and having them in getting engaged I think is wonderful and uh, one thing I, I may have mentioned this once before on the show for a different episode um, but you, we were talking earlier about you know when you have to choose a, a topic and and I, when I went through Navy instructor training which was really good too not not as good as what we do but it was still good. Um, and we're all choosing uh, topics and, and uh, like a fool. And I'm, you know, the journal, I'm the only journalist in the group. I choose uh, badminton. And, and everyone's, everyone's giving, and as soon as I chose, I thought, what the hell have I done? Everyone's giving speeches on, uh, you know, small engine repair and firing weapons. And 
there's this there's this wimpy journalist guy going, yeah, the fastest racket sport in the world. Anyway, badminton. You take the birdie, otherwise known as a shuttlecock, and uh, whatever. Um, okay, so anyway, Merritt, you have a, you have some stories to tell, don't you, about uh, what went yeah, on? Yeah, top, topic selection got pretty amusing. And um, yeah, just a note on uh, this charter school. Uh, I think they're at about maximum capacity, and uh, that, that, that's an issue. They're in the South Valley, which is kind of un- underserved by with regard to school choice. And so uh, Tina Ely's third period class normally has 39 students and not enough chairs. I mean, I'm not making this up. Um, because of absences and an unfortunate disciplinary incident, we only had 32 students uh, yesterday, but it was still absolutely packed. And uh, just the nature of that class and the size of it and being right after lunch, it's known as a pretty rowdy class. And so we really tried to um, have the students understand this can be a topic that's of interest to you and let's your audience or your fellow students. So make it interesting to them. Uh, uh, be real. And, uh, you know, uh, this isn't about... Um, uh, choosing a single style. It's whatever you think you need to do to get the most compelling point across. So um, a delightful young man uh, uh, decided he, uh, he started his, his um, uh, outline, I think, kind of um, tongue-in-cheek, and it was all about why marijuana should be legalized and more people should smoke marijuana. And Ms. Ms. Ely and Mrs. Allen both said, go for it. We're, we're, we're game. Let's do it. And I said, you know, it's actually coming up in the state legislature. It might be legalized um, by July in the state. So this is really relevant. Good on you. So we coached him through it. And it was a hilarious speech for any number of reasons. But you can imagine, given the topic. And so we had Anthony all ready to go up. He's standing in front of the class. He's ready to uh, go, uh, you know, with his his call. You know, the way he's going to start it and get our attention is, who here smokes weed? And with that, the, uh, the door opened, and one of the security officers was making his daily visit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so, so he had to change his opening gamut? What did he do? Well, he didn't. Uh, basically, his teacher, um, we're t- it, 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 to me, it's a real topic. His teacher agreed. We told him he could do it, but the instant he saw the security officer... Oh, I, I, I don't think I should. I, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Um, right, I think right. I'm not going to do this. No, no, no. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. So we got him through it and he did it. But um, I think of everyone who had stress delivering their speeches. I, I do think um, his was probably the worst and we couldn't have planned it better. Right. Yeah, probably like, <laughs> well, if, uh, it can never possibly be more stressful than what he went through. So mine's going to be easy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And of course, now he has to look over his shoulder for until, until July or whatever. He has to look over his shoulder. Is, is the security guy? Is he going to make you know random a, a, a spot inspection of my locker? What's going on here? Exactly. Exactly. So, <laughs> you know, and I'm not even sure this school is all in, in um, uh, uh, manufactured uh, buildings, two classrooms to a building with the hallway and uh, restrooms. And I'm not sure that there are lockers. So what, uh, where's their, where do they put their stuff? Um, they keep their textbooks. Hmm, they keep their textbooks in the classroom because they don't have enough textbooks for every student. Hmm. 
No doubt. Well, okay, yeah, let us do get me started on charter schools in New Mexico. <laughs> we, we've got a legislature right now who wants to cap them. They want to put, they want to say no new charter schools. A moratorium can be uh, built or established while parents are screaming for school choice, particularly in the Albuquerque area, uh, because the Albuquerque public school system is just so random. Um, they have a couple of good performing schools and a ton of awful uh, performing mm. schools, and it kind of goes by neighborhood. So uh, it, it's a tough it's a tough situation. Um, I'm of course I'm a big fan of charter schools and school choice and uh, entrepreneurship uh, in education. And the New America School is actually a nonprofit, and it has schools in Denver, Phoenix, Santa Fe, and Albuquerque, all focused on uh, primarily uh, Spanish speaking students. And uh, 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 addressing their needs with English as a second language. So uh, I, I, I'm I'm hopeful that you're going to tell me that the uh, they're getting they're getting great results from uh, compared to the to the average. Yes, I mean even and uh, it's a challenging you know uh, rating schools is difficult. And particularly right. when uh, you've got uh, a specific population uh, that you're addressing who's got a specific need that's different than, say, a mainstream public school. But, yes, no, they're, they are um, uh, they are performing well. Uh, uh, the numbers are good. And, I mean, they have to turn kids away. I mean, they're, they're full yeah. capacity because parent, uh, parents want this choice. Well, that's so that's good, why. That, that's a good. Yeah. That's good. To, you know, when you first said it was, at first I wasn't even focusing on the fact about it being chartered. And you're saying that, that you know, the, the number of students and I'm thinking that's a bad thing. But no, actually, it's a good thing because that right. means it's so it is so sought after by mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? and, and there are just so many cool, unique programs that charter schools can do. I mean, East Mountain High School uh, here in, in the East Mountains where I live in Sandia Park, um, they're very much a college prep school, but they found a way that they're participating in sports. And that's very hard for charter schools to get extracurricular activities. They've got a bajillion clubs and uh, they even have a music program without having a marching band. OK, so that's uh, well, that's yeah. Yeah, the cool thing, their their uh, music program is focused on how to make a living as a musician. Never. Wait a right. minute. You, I, that, that, see, that itself goes against everything. Can't be done. You're not allowed. You are not allowed to prepare students for life. That's yeah, the, against the, the rules, darn it. Yeah, the music teacher is a professional musician who plays, you know, five nights a week throughout Albuquerque and Santa Fe. And... The uh, first year music class, anyone can join and you learn to read music, you learn to, um, uh, you know, line up notes on a keyboard, that sort of thing, music appreciation, music theory, that sort of thing. And then the second year is uh, an advancement on that, uh, playing instruments, understanding composition, harmony, etc. And then the third year music class, by invitation only, the students have to compose perform, record, and produce a CD of 12 songs. See, that is so, that is just... Isn't that awesome? It is totally awesome. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, <clears throat> that you actually uh, show the, bring th children along, children, bring these young adults along to, uh, you know, to, to understand something. I think that is so, we could, boy, we could talk about off topic. Right. We could talk about this kind of stuff all day long because... Uh -huh. um, uh, yeah, my, Julia, you know, my daughter went through it when she was in a school. Her, 
her, her whole program from ninth grade through through graduation was all through education careers. I mean, and the point is that when you come into school and you go, okay, I see there's there's a there's a thing ahead of me. That's the that's the that's the destination. But I think most of the, my recollection of high school was I, I I saw no there was no direction. Nor does college seem to have much of a direction. Like where's this taking me? I'm taking this class right. over here that has nothing to do with that class over there, and I'm just taking classes, and I I really can't. Prepare me to be a good citizen? Okay, fine. You know. Oh, and going back to New America School, the seniors I talked to, um, it was really impre- I was really impressed. All of them had a vision of what, what they were doing, and it's school, job, military. You know, it's like that's 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 all. That, those are our choices. Mm. And uh, what I loved is I worked with um, one young woman, and she said, "I'm really not sure what I want to do yet." She says, "I don't know if I should get a job first and save money for school. If I should do." Uh, go to school part time and work part time. I said, "Well, maybe your your speech can be about not knowing and that it's okay to not know, but um, uh, you got to do something." I said, "I mean, you're only 18, so whatever you're, you decide to do in June is probably not what you're going to be doing 10 years later. So don't worry about that." Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a, yeah. Um, well, I think it's terrific uh, that um, like the charter school thing is cool. The fact that uh, um, you were able to at least participate to a certain extent in, in helping them uh, attack one aspect of what they need to do to prepare for life. So mm-hmm. that's good. Didn't, it didn't prepare me for life. I don't know what the hell I was prepared for, but uh, whatever. I was yeah, prepared to go to, to Towson after I went to Towson, which was at the time Towson State, for a, a, a glorious year. <laughs> it <was> just, <laughs> I was there for the, what the hell am I doing here? And that's not a good way to start your academic, uh, your college career. I, I don't know what I'm doing here, but um, but I do like the fact that the uh, that the that the Tiger's Lair bar is open most of the time. And, <laughs> you, and you and when we're 18 years old, 18 years old, you could you could drink in Maryland at the time. That's how long ago I went to college, at the first time, and uh, yeah, and they had two things on. They had. Uh, what I remember, the only thing I remember they had on tap was Schlitz malt. So that's really tells Ooh. you everything you need to know. Oh. Oh. That's that's rough. Now, you see, high school, yeah, did not prepare me for anything. And actually, that's an amusing story I might share after the break. But, um, yeah, I pretty much nearly flunked out of school. And just by summer school, the grace of God and fear, lots of fear, I got out in four years. <laughs> You should rename but not at all with the major I intended. The reform. Welcome. Good morning, and welcome to the reformed losers: Merritt Hamilton, Allen, and Gary Butterfield. <laughs> Next topic. It will get better. <laughs> Stay with us. We'll be right back after this break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When business people think PR, they usually think spin. Good, bad, or indifferent. But spin without a strategy gets you nowhere but lighter in the wallet. At Vox Optima. 
Our outcome-based communication is about results, not the ride. You're focused on your bottom line goals, and so are we. From strategic planning to creative design and production, Vox Optima has experts ready to support your requirements today. Also look to Vox Optima for crisis communication, media training, and issue management. Vox Optima is a service-disabled veteran and a woman-owned business with consultants working from coast to coast. Vox Optima ties PR strategy and every last communication product to what your organization needs to be successful. At Vox Optima, you won't be spinning your wheels. You'll be getting results. Strategy, not spin. To make our results work for you, visit VoxOptima.com. That's VoxOptima.com. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. Trends in global business are changing all the time. It used to only be worrying about your competitor across the street, but now that competitor may be across the world. On Global Business with Mahesh Joshi, we discuss the trends in global business, plus issues and solutions that business leaders face today. Each show is guaranteed to teach you something that you didn't know before about global business. Listen live every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on The Voice America Business Channel. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answers Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to the brand ambassadors to reach our program today please call in to 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 or send an email with questions or comments to brand.ambassadors at voxoptima.com now back to this week's program Welcome back to the Reformed Losers. Nah, I think we'll stick with brand ambassadors. Uh, Gary Potterfield along with Merritt uh, Hamilton Allen, and uh, we've been talking for the most part 
about uh, our executive brand training and, and, and how that the, the entire uh, how that works also for anybody, including uh, a charter school that Merritt uh, uh, is working with. And, and then we started then we weaved into the whole charter school thing. We are all we're, we're not all over the map, but we're on different parts of the map. Uh, but I think it's been a good episode because if you can't tell, we, excite, we, we Merritt and I get excited about this specific topic about that because we had so much fun doing it for our Navy clients uh, a couple weeks ago. And, and now you've had fun doing it with some students and you're encouraging me to to get involved. I may have to do that. Yeah. I I think that would be great because it is um, really being able to um, tell your own story in a concise, organized and compelling way. It's a very important skill in the workplace and, and every, and every workplace. And, and uh, when you uh, need to request something or convince somebody or uh, close a sale, these these are really important skills and it's not something that can be scripted and memorized. And so it's a soft skill um, that uh, I think we've got a really good program uh, pushing people to, to their comfort level um, of being more authentic, more real and uh, uh, becoming good storytellers. Yep. It, um, again, I wish, I wish I, I wish I had, had, uh, had conquered that, um, you know, 40 years ago, uh, but um, but it's okay. Never too late. It is never too late. No matter what age, no matter where you are in your career, in your life, you can do this. I'm starting to feel like I'm maybe some sort of an evangelist here. That's, uh, you know, let's start a church. How about oh, that? let's not. Oh, let's not. Okay. All right, then. Because we just fight over music because you're a Lutheran and I'm a Catholic. <laughs> well. Uh, no, Bach. <laughs> uh yeah, those were those were heady days when I was an acolyte. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think the um, you know my my takeaway from um, uh, our three long sessions yesterday with very different uh, groups of students, um, and then all my you know the second period class was the smallest and was the easiest to work with, and at the same time they were the most challenged. Uh, challenged um, by English, they were much more fluent in Spanish. Spanish, mm. but there were only nine of them in the class. We we're really able to spend one-on-one time with them, and it worked out really well. Um, the, of course, then we also in our large class, um, there's a, a young 22-year-old from Spain who is getting his teaching certification, and he was there to assist. And so he was um, a wonderful uh, translator. Our first class of seniors, what was fun is the two uh, young men who volunteered to speak are also both joining the Army in June. Mm, mm. One's going so to they, do motor transport. One is hoping for hoping for infantry. And um, so I put up our presentation. I, you know, I said, Raul and Noah, I just need to pay attention because this is a, a, an important skill. There's going to be a lot of PowerPoint in your life, whether you know it or not. <laughs> right, right. Well, the... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the uh, hoping for infantry. That just sounds funny. I don't know. Just I'm golly, I'm hoping for infantry, uh, trench foot. I'm looking forward to. That's what I'm looking forward to. Trench foot. Uh, I don't think that's a thing anymore, Gary. Well, yeah, well they, back in the back in the uh, back hundred years the, ago. No, no, hold on. No, wait a minute. Back in the early eighties, there were still commercials on, on the armed forces radio and television service that they go, they used to call it trench foot, but today we call it immersion foot. Oh, see. Okay. There we go. <laughs> so it's, it's the new era. It was, the, it was the new era in the early thirties 
well, the early 30s, the early 80s. <laughs> <laughs> when <laughs> see, that's how long ago I was in. The, we were doing commercials about trench foot. I mean, what is it? The, 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 yeah, the, the worry of mustard gas. No, that's. Um, well, I was, I was, I was so horrified when I realized that everybody I was speaking to was born in this century that when I, you know, started with my opening pitch about Ms. Ely throwing me in the pool, I decided not to say 40 years ago. I said more than 30 years ago, because I, I just did not want to blow their young minds. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, I, you know, that's you know it's a funny thing you know when 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 you when you we put things up on our website and such about yeah I think it let's just say you know how can we say lots of years and not like a ridiculous number of years where it's like this guy can't be possibly be relevant anymore. Uh, and I'll tell you just to because we're hitting our final minutes. Uh, what really moved me yesterday is a number of students um, shared very personal experiences in their outlines and their presentations are going to be very personal. And a couple students um, uh, are contending with chronic disease. Um, one student has lost uh, her mother and a brother in her short life and wants to talk um, uh, her call to action. Uh, and her main point is, I want to tell you, um, what I went through. And so if you ever have to go through this, maybe you won't have to do it alone. I mean, it was incredibly mm. moving. Um, a gorgeous uh, a young lady who's the current student of the month uh, talking about relationships. And um, uh, she's 15, has already had, uh, already been in a pretty bad relationship and wants to make sure uh, she wants to use her speech so that um, uh other students can learn what a bad relationship looks like and only look for good relationships. Wow. That's something yeah. else that a 15 year old kind of, kind of frightening to me actually, but uh, yeah, don't was, have relationships. Come on, don't do that. Exactly. <laughs> Sugar and spice and everything nice and all that thing. Come on. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about it though in helping her flesh her words out, you know, if, if you're miserable, if you're not having fun, then, you know, you're, you kids, you guys are young. If you're not enjoying the relationship, get out of it. Uh, it seems easy for us to say at our advanced stage, but uh, you know, boyfriend girlfriend is is a big thing in high school, uh, especially uh, uh, in New Mexico, kind of a traditional uh, uh, culture there. So um, you know, I, I love that that um, she's planning to stand up by the end of the semester and talk about relationships. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and loss uh, loss of a family member, um, uh, having a chronic disease since you were uh, ten years old. Um, really, really, really moving stuff. So mm -hmm. I just I, I just can't say uh, I, I can't be more impressed with the students at New America School or their teacher, Tina Ely, who I've been privileged to know for, yes, over 40 years. Well, yeah, well, why don't you have her on the show? We have to find a reason for her to be on the show. I mean, you can, uh, may, I know school gets in the way, though, doesn't it? Well, I don't know. Maybe I could take my podcast stuff to the New America School and we could do the podcast in her senior class. That would be cool. Let's do it. Let's just do it. I mean, I, I think okay. that would be, that would be, do they have like, I, I would be nice if they had like killer Wi-Fi so we could do like a, you know, live stream, you know, Facebook's live stream or something. I but will find out. I will find out. But I think that, uh, that could be really fun. Also, there is one challenge. Um, we have to get release forms for every student if we're going to show video of a live oh, class. Yeah, that's a good point. But whatever. 
for Harold. Yeah, no, I just no, no. the idea is yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, a podcast that is that is a really fun idea. I'll, I will definitely talk to Tina uh, Tina about it, and maybe she can use this podcast for extra credit. Anyone. Um, who listens to it and counts how many students I mentioned by name and gets the number right, gets extra credit. Okay, sounds good. We're out of here, Meredith. Take us out of here. All right. Hey, you've been listening to the Brand Ambassadors. We're talking about establishing your brand in high school. Thanks so much for joining us. For Gary Potterfield, I'm Meredith Hamilton-Allen. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to the Brand Ambassadors. Please join Merritt Hamilton Allen and Gary Potterfield for another edition next Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.